Hey guys, I'm Zach Wilson. And I'm APOC Antu. And thank you so much for tuning into the very first Tribe Conscious podcast, guys. And let me tell you, it is a special one. Today, we are talking about how the Tribe Conscious came to be and what it means to us and how you can get involved. On top of that, there's some fire conversation in between and some gold nuggets that we think are really going to help everyone out. Absolutely. So without further ado, welcome to episode one of the Tribe Conscious podcast and welcome to the tribe. So talk to me, man. Um, for people wondering, what is the Tribe Conscious? Tell me a little yeah, bit about dude. that. Yeah, dude. Honestly, Tribe Conscious has been one of those things that has been on my head for years. I was talking to a buddy even yesterday. I was telling him, I was like, dude, we're doing this podcast. And he's like, bro, I remember of us like taking pictures and writing stuff down. And I just like, this is back like 2014, like back in the day. But the thing that um, we both really loved is this idea that tribe conscious, what it kind of stands for, has really like stood that many tests of time up until now. So that's just been super exciting. But dude, to me, tribe conscious, just breaking down just like the words, literally tribe conscious to me, tribe comes from this idea of a group of people, you know, with similar values, cultures, dialect, language, all of this kind of stuff. And for me, um, that really connected with me and, and adding this idea of, of consciousness is just this state of continuing to be more and more aware of our surroundings. And it's funny because in black culture, you know, we're always talking about, Hey, you got to stay woke. And that was <laughs> kind of my little, my little nod to that, but putting these two things together, I think we start to build this community of people that are like, Hey, I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to exactly. experience and do life together. So yeah, and that's what I loved like about that. it. Yeah, I, I loved it for the same reason. And uh, I heard about it years ago from you too. Yeah. And it was just kind of like in passing. I thought it was a great idea. And then just recently, and we'll talk about that today, just kind of the the woke. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. For me, it just kind of felt like an epiphany um, in life where I'm at right now. And as oh, I started to think, it, it, this just made so much sense for my life personally. So my whole, my prayer is that like, man, people can, can catch this. If you're going through this right now, that this would resonate to you and know that there's a tribe for you to be a part of. So um, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone, everyone in the tribe has, has a role, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I think more and more that I'm just believing that we're all culture setters. We're all leaders. We're all, we all have influence in it Mm -hmm. and I want to walk through life and figure out how can we do that with other people. But it's really interesting. Yesterday we were talking, you shared the, <laughs> the analogy of the table. Yeah. It, I, share, share some of that for the chat because that, well, that was good. I really like well, that. You know, we talk about how a lot of the nuances like, hey, uh, there's room at the table for everyone. And I know some of the discussions that you're, you know, that I'm hearing that I'm talking with people too. It's like, well, why does it have to be your table? Like there's many tables. And I think, um, you know, I want to go to other people's tables too. And I want people to come to my table. Like it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's very personable where, where if you invite someone to your home, you eat, um, there's such a connection and intimacy that you want a host 
And if I go to someone else that they're hosting, like it gives them a, a sense of belonging, a sense of, man, this is mine, a sense of ownership. And I think the tribe needs to provide that. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. It's not just like, hey, come to me, listen to me. I'm the only one that has all the answers. And we kind of hear that a lot. And we want to break those barriers. And I, I want to hear people's stories. I, th- I think we yeah. all can learn from someone um, at any given time. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, dude, I I agree 100%. And I love that because I think so often in life, when I think back on just like growing up, I feel like there was always this narrative of, hey, I'm always fighting to get to the bigger table. I'm fighting. If I'm just a kid, I'm fighting to get to the adult's table. (laughs) But dude, I have so much that I can share wherever I'm at. And I think that's that's true for for anyone and everyone. Um, And that's... I think about tribe conscious like that's what this is about i want to be able to give platforms to people to be able to share their experiences exactly. share their stories and in the skill sets that uh they've developed and i think everyone will find a lot of value and hopefully some inspiration from that and i know this isn't our topic for today but you know you're talking about the whole subject of platforms and i think with Come social on. media it's yeah. like we have everybody on the same platform or so it seems like so it's so easy for us to feel like man my impact is not as big as this person and we're on the same level i I should just stay quiet i should just Mm -hmm. not do anything and the truth is that i mean i know social media is a huge platform virtually but man there's so much that is happening in the real world that if we just step out a bit you are making a difference. You are making an impact in your community. Your art, your leadership does matter. It is making a Mm -hmm. difference. So um, I think we, we need to help people um, see that perspective so that they can continue to um, create, create, um, continue to lead in their capacity. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I love this. And this, I feel like this is just like a little snippet of what to, yeah. what's to come because we have a, a lot of really good stuff that we're going to be talking about over the course of the next few months. But one of the things that I thought about when starting this podcast was um, so many people were like, well, why do you want to start a podcast? And like, uh, it's one of the things, this is something that even you've mentioned to me. You're like, well, um, you know, isn't the podcast space crowded, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, isn't there like a lot going on there? And I remember having a discussion with you one day and comparing it to music, like I discover new music yeah. on Spotify all the time and I love it. And I don't care if they're a big artist or a small artist, but the reality is I'm realizing in our world today with the internet, there is space for everyone. Everyone, and- yeah every single person and there's there's space for our voice and for our thoughts and i think for us especially as people of color like we want to be able to build a platform to to be able to share some of the thoughts and ideas and the things that we've experienced because just historically you know it's voices that have been suppressed marginalized and all that kind of stuff so apoc i'm curious to hear just i know for those who are who are listening and aren't watching the video, by the way, check out the video. But yeah, I'm a, I'm an African American male, and you are Mexican, 
Would you do you actually? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Do you classify yourself as would you do you just say Mexican or Mexican American? Like, just what's your story in general? <laughs> um, we just drop that there. Yeah, I would definitely say Mexican American. I'm I love America and I love Mexico, so that is uh-huh. that's who I am. Yeah. And um, just kind of my story is. I grew up in the south border of Texas, uh, the mm-hmm. Rio Grande Valley. Um, it, it is, you know, a um, a bubble world in its own. Um, love the place, good tacos. Um, <laughs> but coming, once I graduated from high school, I came to Houston to um, go to school. And I don't know, man, it was like one of those things that's like, boom, you're hit with this broader world that you never experience in your life and yeah it's like the kid going to the big city for the big, first time yeah little kid you know uh you know what is it little fish in a big pond kind of yeah. vibe and all your insecurities start coming up like things that you never realized was a problem or, or that that were things that you that you were dealing with and i think for me like one of the big things was the fact that um you realize like oh like I am a Mexican. <laughs> I, um, cause I, I think it's important to know, like <laughs> you can live your life and not really just like have yeah. that and experience and notice that. Cause my story is similar. I'll yeah. share more of that bit, but. But it, it's, it's true. I mean, it's, it's one of those things like you don't realize that it is a thing until like it is a thing. And, and it happens. I, I, I saw myself like even in the workforce, um, feeling like you know i um i felt insecure around white yeah. people and and i couldn't really you know put my you know finger on it like what is it and i'm 33 now um i've gone through a crazy journey but like um you know just 30,000 foot view of it at 25 years old i quit my job to pursue full time ministry and yeah. it it was such a powerful moment in my life where, you know, I felt like I was answering the call for what I was created to do. And it's been the last eight years have been the best years of my life. And um, it, it feels like lately has been just kind of like a new chapter. And one of the reasons being, it's like, um, then I hit becoming a, a, a minister, a pastor, and feeling yeah. like even there, like, man, like, I don't know, there's something, I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I, I felt insecure. And, and then all of a sudden, like a couple of months ago, um, with everything happening, people talking about 2020 being their year oh, and to vision. What a year. And what a year. However, I do feel like I did get some clarity and did have like, like an epiphany this year. And I was like, no, like I am who I am. Um, You know, like I'm called to do this. Like I need to step out and, and do this. I'm like, yo, like there, there's just like an awakening happening inside of me. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm just getting started at, at this age. So I know it's not part of our podcast, but I just want to tell our listeners who are like, man, you might be 25 or 28 and you're feeling like, man, I'm falling behind. Like it's, you're just getting started. Like I'm 33 and I just feel like I just got my, 
like this new umph to just go and and attack uh, my dreams and go after them. So yeah. it, it is an exciting season for me, for my family. And um, yeah, I just feel like we're at the right place at the right time with the right people. So that's yes. my story. I'm sticking yes. to it. Dude, I, I love that because I've been thinking the same thing. You know, there was, you know, going through college, I'm a very like nostalgic person. And mm-hmm. I like looking back on like really important times in my life, like childhood being one, college being another. And there's always kind of this narrative like, oh, the college years are the best years of your life, you know? And I'm just like getting to this point, like I am 27, I'll be 28 next year. And I'm at this point where I'm just like, dude, I firmly believe like my 30s is gonna be come on. And I know that there's so many people that get to 29 and they're freaking out and like, no, like, my youth is leaving me like it's going to be sucked out of their body or something. But yeah, dude, I'm so pumped. And then I also like what you said about 2020 and just getting vision. I think a lot of people asked for vision and were looking for vision and they got 2020 vision. It was yeah. really clear. They just didn't see the things that they wanted to see. But I think yeah. on a, the thing that I loved was on a global level. Like, yeah, we're definitely open to some just a really big issues. And I think that's one of the reasons that we're mm-hmm. here yeah. doing this right now, because that has led to so many conversations and as painful as some of the things that we've had to walk through and experience this year. Um, I do think that we're walking with it and we're growing through it. And mm-hmm. yeah, there are conversations that we needed to have years yeah. ago, but I'm f- glad we're finally getting to a point to yeah. talk about it. I know it's not on our notes, but it's like, you know, it's like you're going through so many people on a global level. I'm having these like, you know, clarity and it's been the year people just making like big decisions or like taking a stance and it's easy. You know, you're hearing a lot of the whole cancel culture, which I, I I believe, you know, that there's, there's been that, you know, I think that there's, Mm -hmm. I, I can merit that discussion but i think for the majority part of what people are seeing it's not really cancel culture i think it's just boundary culture i think people in this season like we're just realizing like hey you know that's not who i am and maybe it took this maybe it took 2020 maybe it took racial injustice for us to say you know what i'm gonna draw the line (laughs) i'm gonna i'm i'm not gonna like there's just some things that you just have to say no to. And I think that that's where I've been at. Um, it's easy to just tell like, or oh, you're just cancel culture. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily it. And I, but I do agree people have done that and that there is that I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. I'm just saying that probably the majority of the people are just setting some boundaries and yeah. drawing the line and saying, you know what, this is, I love you auntie uncle or whatever but we have to draw some lines yeah i heard someone even say recently talking about identity and figuring out who you want to become and they were saying that the way that you find out who you are you don't start off by saying like oh i am this i am xyz the easiest Mm -hmm. way and the best way to start out is saying i am not i know that i'm not this Mm -hmm. is starting to work your way backwards and i think this year has caused so many people okay i'm not this i'm not that and like for the first time in people's lives they're like 
I have to make a choice and I need to stand for something. Yeah. And I think, um, and you know what? And, and, and it can feel like for some people, um, that decision can feel very lonely. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is what's scary. It is. And it, for me, it, this is what sparked the desire to come back to you and say, Hey, I think we need to, um, I texted you. I, I think it, I was like, I sent you the text. I was like, try. I remember the podcast. day. Yeah. And I, cause I, I realized that I was dealing with that. I was dealing with the loneliness. I, I felt alone in this journey. And as you pull back and you start having um, conversations, you start meeting people, um, you're real, you realize you're not, you're not really alone. Like you're not the only one. Cause it's easy to be like, man, like, is there something wrong with me? Like there's nobody there has to like, this is, I feel like an anomaly. I feel like there's something wrong with me. And, uh, this season has been beautiful because I'm realizing that I'm not alone. And I hope that someone listening here can feel like, man, this resonates with me. This, yeah. these are the, these are the things that I've been thinking about. I've been afraid to say it out loud, or I felt alone in the process, or I've been made, I, I, I've been made to feel like there's something wrong with me. And I want to let you yeah. know, whoever's listening, like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Like there's, there's people that, are going through what you're going through and it's okay. You're not alone. And here's your tribe. Yeah. We're a part of something bigger. Yeah, It's easy to, it's easy depending on, I think, especially on depending on where you live, like mm. it can feel very isolating, but thankfully, like thankfully we went through all this stuff in the time of the internet. Mm -hmm. I guess that could be a great thing or a bad thing, but yeah, um, it does allow us to connect people, mm -hmm. but yeah, so we were we were sharing we were sharing stories. You shared a little bit about mm -hmm. about yourself and your experience, and through the rest of our conversation, you had mentioned an idea of like just people going through life and just mm -hmm. like just mindlessly kind of wondering. And I feel like that that really resonated with me because mm -hmm. that's what my life was growing up mm -hmm. like. I grew up in Houston, Texas. Shout out, got the hey, Houston shirt on. Hey. So I got my Houston shirt on for the audio listeners. And then APOC <laughs> actually has a frame behind his head that says Astroworld. If you don't know what Astroworld is, then you're not from Houston. <laughs> yeah, you're not from Houston. <laughs> but I imagine with Travis Scott and all that stuff, everyone knows what Astroworld yeah, is right everybody now. Knows. But yeah, so grew up in Houston in the suburbs, dude. And I. I connected with your statement so much because for sure there was never a point where I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm black. Or like, oh, I feel like really black. I feel <laughs> different. Because I, I grew up in a community that was really diverse and mm -hmm. race wasn't a big issue. We gelled mm -hmm. together, we lived life. Mm -hmm. You know, the first time that I noticed it was it wasn't until my junior year of high school, we moved from Houston, Texas, to Memphis, Tennessee. My dad had gotten a job coaching basketball there. And I went to a school, me and my, so I have a twin brother. Mm -hmm. We went to a school that was majority white. And dude, I remember that typical like scene where you're sitting down at the lunch table and it's like, it was just me and my brother by myself. And it's just like two black kids sitting in a sea of white <laughs> kids. Like, 
and in that moment it's like oh shoot yeah. like yeah i really experienced that and there there were some other things that um we experienced throughout the year but it was it was really eye-opening mm-hmm. but by the time i graduated high school i was like my brother had decided to stay in memphis i've never really talked to him i don't know why he decided to stay i'd be curious mm-hmm. to hear not that it was a bad thing but i was so ready to get back yeah. to the city and get back to houston um, just because it was a place that I loved and I missed the diversity and the connections yeah. that I had. So went back to Houston, went to school um, through college. We got connected through yeah. weird tangle webs, um, working at a church together. And dude, we did some, we had some awesome times there and got to work on some incredible projects. And, uh, you know, from there you ended up moving to California um, mm. and, I had some time just to continue growing to journey. Yeah. Yeah. To journey. And I, I realized that I really needed that because mm-hmm. even, you know, years after graduating college, mm-hmm. um, I was still at a point where I was like, I don't really know who I am, what, what I'm doing, what I want to pursue and all those kind of things. And really these last years has been a journey of me understanding every aspect of myself, like my faith, my, um, my ethnic identity, my personality and the things I love and pursue. And I think that journey has really brought me here. Um, yeah. It's put me in this space for the tribe because I've been through all that stuff and it is not easy work. I'm still on that journey, but, mm-hmm. um, for anyone that's listening, like putting in that work to understand who we are is so worth it it changes i promise you it changes yeah everything when you know who who you are um so yeah that's just kind of where i'm at now at this point in my life and just excited to continue having these conversations yeah continue to to grow and yeah well it you know you were talking about it's hard and i agree it's like it's hard but just because it's hard that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that was the case for me, you know, just kind of having to dig deep and <laughs> feel the feelings, deal with some some reality. It, it was tough, but as you unpack all those things, you start realizing, like, no, there's the, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah, we're gonna get through this, and. And for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a father of two beautiful girls, four, well, one's turning four in December, the other one is turning six in February, but, um, oh my gosh. I know, and it's, it's, I know these, but for me, it's like even, even laying down foundation for them, yeah, it's worth it. Like yeah. we have to think bigger than ourselves sometimes when it comes to these fights and these, uh, these journeys like we have to think like uh if we, if we make it just about ourselves um then our vision's too small like if we're trying to just yeah. change our world and 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 i think it should be important too but sometimes like for myself as a husband and a father like man if i can just make a better world for my kids and my grandkids one day um let's fight the fight i think one of the biggest reasons why we choose not to fight is because we don't think that change can happen immediately um 
but change happens. It just doesn't happen immediately sometimes. So yeah. um, we put yeah. too much pressure on it for it to be mm-hmm. overnight. My yeah. Generation overnight success, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get. Great- Yo, we didn't get like this overnight. No, no. <laughs> we didn't we didn't build systematic things in <laughs> overnight. This has been going on for centuries and long time. You know, it's gonna take work and it, it's frustrating. But we have to know that. Like the 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 fight, the journey, it's it's not for the weak, it's for the strong. And we we have to provide spaces to inject. I, I, this is not, I, I always, I always like to say it's out of my notes, but I remember um, a, a conversation I had with you um, not too long ago, but I called you. I, I just felt like um, you, you just seemed like you were going through things or like in this journey. And I, feel I, like I that's my life on the regular. <laughs> just <laughs> going through things. You, you just like, you're like, I'm going through changes. Like you're just going through it. Dude. So I, I remember I called you. I just felt like I needed to call you. And and you were just so like unresponsive on the phone. Like you just seemed like you're just like done. I don't let know. Me get, let, me, let me give a let me give a uh no, I don't because I feel like there's a bunch of these. Let, let me give a side <laughs> note to the audience. I love this dude and he'll call me and he's always speaking life into me. But there's times where I feel like I'm going through stuff and I'm just like, I you can't right hear. now. You don't want to hear it. And, but, but here's the thing. I always answer because I know I need to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. So whether I want it or not, but <laughs> yeah, there are times where I'm just like, uh, So I remember I continue. called you and, and you were just like not having it. And normally you just kind of like, you know, like I know if you're not having it, you're, you're just kind of rope. But that day, and it was about race. It, it really was. I don't know if you remember this conversation, but I told you, like, I'm like, you, you know, I'm praying you you have strength. You know, I pray you, you can guard your heart. Like, the, the, there was this conversation where, and you were silent the entire time. Yeah. And um, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was speaking at you. I felt yeah. like I was just speaking over you. Like it was just one of those no, things. I like just I, you just needed to. Hear, you just you just needed to hear it, yeah. and because I felt like you were frustrated, and I don't know what road or what you know what you were thinking or what, what kind of decisions you were trying to make, but I, I felt like I needed to call you, and I needed to tell you, like, dude, you gotta fight this. Like we we got it. We got it. We can't just sit and and be angry. Like we got to use our anger for change. Like we got to use it. And uh, I'm so glad we're here because these are the things that people are going through right now. And we, we can either stay angry or we can use that fuel that. And we use anger, man. We, we give it such a bad connotation. Like the reality is like, like I'm, if racism isn't making us angry, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I need that fuel to fuel me to fight, you know? Like, yeah. we, we got to make some changes. Like, there's just some things that need to make us angry. Yeah. And we have a full range of emotions. Exactly. Full range of emotions, and each and every one of them has value. And I'm more negative as this connotation, but... Yeah. And and, and for us, purpose. yeah, and for us that, you know, we, we're people of faith, you know, I, I would dare to say, I'm 
God put that emotion of anger. It's yeah. there for a reason. Like, let's use it, but let's use it right. So anyway, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I, I, I'm i saying this because um, you were talking about journey. You're talking about yeah. just kind of the, the whole process of like discovering who you are. And I remember that moment and us having a conversation and coming back to the why of why we're doing this. This is the why, like um, whether it's us or whether it's your mom, your auntie, like brother, sister, like you need to have a conversation or, or maybe there's people that like that, that you've been ignoring because you don't want to hear it. Yeah, but it's exactly what you need to hear. You need to hear, yeah. and it's ex- and 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 you need to take those next steps. So join the tribe. Join the tribe. Come you're on. not alone. Like this is not. You're not an anomaly. You're you're in. We're in this together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the conversation today. If you found value in this, we hope that you would subscribe, share this with a friend or on social media and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. It would mean more than you know and help us out so much. Also, the conversation doesn't end here. We want to keep it going and we want to hear from you. You can keep up with us at the Tribe Conscious Collective. Shoot us a DM. We would love to hear your thoughts and meet you. You can also find APOC at at APOCANTU, that's A-P-O-C-A-N-T-U. And my social is at ZJWilson14. Let's be real life friends. Hit us up. We'd love to talk more about life, leadership, creativity, or anything else going on in your world. So shoot us a DM. Our hope is that we would have a podcast out every two weeks on the first and third Wednesday of every month. So like we said, hit the subscribe button and stay tuned. See you soon, everybody.